smoked two joints before you woke up. About to roll another one just to fuck them up. Wake up, wake up, tell me why your eyes closed. Your plug sell me a grade, this here exotic smoke. Smoking OG in my swisher, trying to ease my mind. Something about that Mary Jane, she gon' hold me down. Land of the pines, but we keep a double cup. Shouty fucking with the plug, she smoke first class. I keep her on the dab, but she know I don't dance. She call it romance. The way I lick and bust it, break a dime, roll it up, spark it up, and now we fucking. What's going on, people? This is Mr. Pot with the Mr. Pot Podcast, and today I have another special guest. We're on episode 58. He's blessing episode 58, man, on the podcast. And this guy, like I said earlier on episode 57, this guy has no fucking breaks, man, because he's just stepping on the gas. He's just fucking going straight forward, man. He's been doing a lot of things. He's fucking moving. He, this guy ain't stopping, and he goes by Joe Weed, man. What's going on, Joe Weed? Oh man, another day, another dollar, another mission, man. You know, we out here just trying to shit, stay COVID proof around this bitch. <laughs> Hell you know yeah, I'm man. Like I said, I tell everybody, man, just wear your mask, you know, do do what you gotta do, you know, to because like us, like we could give a shit about ourselves, you know. Sometimes we 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 have that attitude, like, oh, I don't give a shit if I get sick. But I mean, if you have a family, if you got kids at home, man, I mean they depend on us, you know what I mean? So yeah, for sure, we, for sure. We do it for them, man. So uh, what's going on, Joe Weed? I mean, I, I've been looking at your video. I was watching a video earlier, man, and uh, I, I've been listening to your music. You know what I mean? Every every chance I get and uh, you got some shit going on, man. So so what's up, man? Man, you know, uh, like I say, a lot of us out, you know, everybody can check it out on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Deezer, you know, all the places, you know, uh, all the digital platforms, man. But uh, I really been focused on working on building up my record label, which is uh, called Texas Digital. Mm. And it's really more of a, um, you say, like collaboration label, you know, like it's a bunch of artists, independent artists, you know, some more known name artists. That we come together, you know, I do business, other types of business, you know, graphic, video production, music videos, marketing, advertising for other artists, just, you know, helping them out, you know, they might know certain parts, you know, and then I help get them to the next step too, you know, because they, I went to school for, you know, broadcasting journalism type stuff. Oh, so there's certain information you'll get, you know, and that's why I went so I could learn what the people in the streets didn't know, you know what I'm saying, to try to get the actual education on it. So I try to teach that, you know what I'm saying, how to actually build that foundation and that basis, you know? Yeah, man. And and uh that's a good uh that's a good thing, man, because a lot of these artists, man, uh I'll include myself on it when I started. Like we just fucking go ahead first, man, because all we want to do is just fucking, you know, just do this music shit and 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 you know, sometimes we don't just be jamming. It don't matter. Is that the beat y'all using? It don't matter if you own it. If it's mixtape, be it came out YouTube. Yeah, back then I understand. Yeah, now it's like I'm trying to do that same thing, except you know, all original beats, owning the masters, uh, making sure it's all registered right, make sure it's all distributed right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets the type of points on their stuff that you know, the split sheets that the type of amount of work that they did put into it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's 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 the main thing, you know what I'm saying? Whenever it comes down to like doing specific stuff like that and staying on the move because you don't see money sometimes for six, nine months, you know, six to nine months, bro. So, yeah, man. And and that's that's like I said, 
uh, a lot of these artists, man, they just, like I said, they go head first, they go fucking blindfolded, man. And then, and then they, uh, they're doing all this, this shit, you know, like they're, they're doing the music, they're, they're, they're just going straight at it. And then they don't see what, what they work for, you know what I mean? Cause they want to see it right away. And some of these artists, they just get disappointed, be like, fuck man, what am I doing this shit? You know what I mean? And, and sometimes the, the talent that they have, they just throw it away. You know what I mean? Well, it also goes by like numbers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like number wise, like I know most places like they distribute like a digital service provider, like uh, TuneCore, DistroKid, CD Baby, all those places. Like you got to have X amount of money made before they're even going to pay you out. Yeah. Now, how do you know how much in stream wise? Yeah that equates to before you even get a payout yeah you see what i'm saying so it's yeah. like it might be 50 bucks yeah you get ten thousand plays you might be like man i'm supposed to get a payout yeah man that ten thousand plays ain't even finna do what no you gonna have to get 10 times that amount to really see like a payout you'd be like oh i made Shit, I, I can't just calculate it off the top of my head, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's fractions of pennies per play, bro. So, you know, like, like I could tell you, like, a million streams, bro. Like, you can make anywhere, depending on what people, what, who were the, like, YouTube's probably one of the lower ends, unless you got, like, AdSense and different things running for the, you know, for the other stuff. But the synchronizations, like, just on the front end, that's not counting your, your, uh, your pro, you know what I'm saying, your professional rights organization, performance royalties, radio royalties, or your mechanical royalties, yeah. checks that would come to the independent person yourself if you own your own stuff instead of a label. Yeah. <clears throat> and so whenever you do that, you know what I'm saying, it's like that front end money from those distributors is, you know, some take 15%. Some of them, it costs money, you know, and then Depending on that, it's going to take three months, four months on some of them. Some of them is 45 days. You know, yep. then you got to pay for that. Then you got to pay for the B pay. You're paying for all this stuff up front. Yep. And you're not seeing it back from at least 45 days is like the least I've seen on somebody that would pay out. But yep. you got to hit that payout limit of at least $50 in that 30 day period of that month, the end of that month, because that's what counts. They don't pay you this month for last month mm. is for last month plus like coming up here this week and like on the 15th to the 20th you see what i'm saying yeah people are getting paid from like either like if it's four months you know what i'm saying people might be getting paid from october november december on some of their distributors yeah some people are getting paid from november yeah December, January 15th, that 45 days, the end of November, December, 30 days, 15 days into January. You see what I'm saying? They getting a payout. But that's also the payout for BMI. So you doubling down on two checks at the first January, every January. You see what I'm saying? If you getting that 15th and 20 check. So yeah. that's, you know what I'm saying? That's that's part of breakdown on that type of stuff yeah and that's like i said that's that's uh that's a good thing right now you said man that's that's a a, a good piece of advice that you just gave to this young artist man because uh like 
us, you know, I'm pretty sure you do the same thing. And, and, uh, my one, one of my homies, he does, he, he told me this the other day too. He's like, man, I, I fucking, you know, I do the digital, the digital platforms, you know, it's good, but he also still keeps it like, you know, he's out there selling like, you know, like copies, you know, himself, like, you know, CD. You get a hundred percent. That's, that's merch. It shows, you know, like most people don't even understand, like, once you really get to a certain level, you're going to have somebody running a booth at your show selling your merch. And that's going to be money that comes directly to you. You know what I mean? And that's that's so far down the line. Yeah. Like a lot of people just want to start a clothing line or, or jump out and just sell clothes. But who yeah. who's going to endorse this clothing line? Do you have somebody that's going to like you're going to have to pay an artist or a model or somebody to endorse this and go have these photo shoots done if you're doing a clothing line or if you you know what i mean or even yeah. if you're doing a podcast you know you you got to know some artists if you're doing a podcast and you yeah. you got to know how to ask questions and communicate and really elaborate on stuff if you're doing a podcast and, yeah you know, and, if you're, and, and and like you're saying you know what i mean like like this podcast thing like anybody could do a fucking podcast you know what i mean but if you're just doing a podcast just to you know to be fucking saying like, oh, I have a platform or or I'm doing a podcast. Like at the same time, you got to educate, you know, the people as well, man. You right. know I mean? right. like, like we're doing right now, like this is just fucking like, I could say it's 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 game for these guys. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like me, that's one thing like, I say too. Like if you, whenever I try to leave people learning something, whenever they speak or hear, like see an interview or something, I want them to at least try to learn something like, yeah. Like go get a BM BMI account. It's free. Yeah. Sign up for BMI. It is free. That's where you get your paperwork and your split sheets. When people talk about split sheets, that is what they're talking about. It's just they want to see it on paper and then agree to it. And then you put it in BMI and you get a release form signed. And that is what you done. You don't have to have a full ass contract. You're not trying to be a full record label and sign over the likeness to these artists for one song. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's a release form. That says, "Hey, yeah, this guy can upload and use his music. He paid me for it." Type release, yeah. and it's a. This is my BMI number. This is my legal name. This is the percent I get on this song. This is what everybody on this song gets that percent, and everybody signs off on it. And then if they say, "Where's the paperwork?" Boom, here it is, yeah. and it's done. And that, and everybody knows that I participated in that song. What, it, how it comes out? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's. A, part about being independent yeah it all the way we do it it all goes back to the writers yeah it goes into the people you know if there's investors you know people getting behind songs you know there's a bunch of different ways you know that that, that can go on you know like back-end investments and stuff just people that just don't want to be seen you know what i mean some people don't want to be the the face of a company. Some people want to play the background, you know, and that's, that's really where I started out. I was always in the background, man. I, I wouldn't just out and about, you know, talking and trying to be the center of attention and yeah. acting crazy or, you know what I'm saying? Just to, just to cause a scene to do that. You know what I'm saying? I never was that type of dude. I was more laid back and just, I was always working, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was I was the white guy that was doing my own thing and then I just started doing music with certain people and then opportunities came, you know what I'm saying? Like going to club events and doing the photos 
on a green screen yeah. in the club and printing the photos out in the club and then using my graphic design, which I what I started out on, you see what I'm saying? And getting into the club scene in the music, you know, music's always been around, but like yeah. actually starting to develop and learn the the hand-to-hand combat out the trunk, you know what I mean? The actual interaction at the clubs and yeah. you know, kind of kind of, you know, telling how a situation can kind of try to play out if, you know, in different stuff, you know, you learn how to read surroundings and you know you 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 gotta know how to move, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because a wrong move, you could end up where you're not supposed to be. And that's anything you do, you know, if like taking a wrong step, you know, and you gotta go back and fix it. Yeah, you fix something that you never knew about. Yeah, so basically, you you were doing the same thing, you know, behind the scenes, but and and basically, you were just like, you know what, you you wanted to come out and be on the like you say, like on the spotlight and stuff like that, to where you say, you know what, this makes sense. You know what I mean? It, no, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't even that. It was like I was having so many opportunities, and I was doing so much work. There was like. Hey man, you know, uh, I charge this much, but you know, we can we can swap it out if you just want to shoot me a verse or something. You know what I'm saying? Like that that happened a few times. You know, I paid for verses too. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's not nothing like that. You know, sometimes you got to pay to play. Sometimes you got to pay your way. But paying to play and paying your way is two totally different things that people don't understand either. Yeah. A lot, like I say, I've said before, it's personal relationships, but it's business. Yeah. And that's where it comes in too. You know what I'm saying? Like doing graphics for one artist for 10 years. Yeah. That's almost turned into like a brother. You know, we call, we don't talk about music. We just, we might be in the city. We might just call and say, hey, I'm in the city, man. You all right? You free? You want to chill? You want to go grab something to eat? You know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know, is any studios open or I'm going to be at the studio or I got a podcast I got to go do. You want to follow through? You know, and it's, it's just, you know, uh, being humble, man, you know, and inviting yeah. people to stuff that can benefit everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you pull up with three, four or five people that you know you want to interview with and you didn't know they was coming. That's going to yeah, change the whole day. It's going to change the whole day. Yeah. And pro- probably a whole month worth of editing. And, and you know what I'm saying? It's going to be yeah. feedback from all that different type of stuff. And, you know. And it's another thing, like a lot of people don't go and actually be there in the mix to actually witness or see what goes on behind the scenes or even like, like if you got invited to a music video and you're like, oh, I can't make it. And then it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, what it's the fuck, man? <laughs> show up and it's like, I didn't know they were coming. So, you know, yeah. but if you would have been there. Hey, if you did podcast and you wanted the interviewer to drop that would have been the best time you could have got it yeah but you never know when that chance opportunity is going to come around you know so it's it's kind of especially yeah. like you say with the covid now is it's digital is it's zoom it's, it's facebook it's instagram you know you're trying to stay covid proof and and that's like when it comes to music a lot of people now is straight email sessions you know and then it's back and forth unless you just so happen to pay that that fee and yeah. have them pull up. See, and and what you said right now with this was with this uh COVID that uh what's it called? Right now people have a like artists, like a lot of artists, they have 
enough time man to fucking you know to focus on what they really want to do on the music you know to write more and and do all this shit so once it's time for us to fucking go out there and and really fucking promote and do all this shit and some of these artists be like fuck man these motherfuckers like you know they're 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 out there doing their shit and and you're like man if you didn't do nothing while you were there chilling and had time to fucking do something and you're not out here doing nothing man like Bro, you right you now the time, I would say it's like see like I say I came from the out the trunk era, you know, hand to hand with that. So I understand that. But at the same time, it's turned to a digital era. And there's money to be made all over the place in the digital merch, you know, streams, yeah. downloads, you know, uh, advertisements, you know, um influencing influencers and shit like that. Um <clears throat> it really comes down to knowing how to convert over, you know what I'm saying? Going from that out the trunk to the digital and yeah. then near paperwork, right? Cause usually when you're in the out the trunk, there ain't no paperwork It's pay, pay as you go It's pay for your merchandise. And if you sell it, you sell it. If you're stuck with it, you're stuck with it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So now it's, it's more to the point of, like I say, with my label, I'm taking the mixtape type game and putting it, digital you see what i'm saying with yeah. royalty with the paperwork behind it so it makes more sense that the network that you're building with all these artists as in personal relationships it will end up benefiting everybody mm. if it you know because if everybody's promoting and you got so many people promoting and doing this and doing that and there's people that they you've never heard on a song before yeah ever like you would like never think about hearing some of the songs. Like, like I said, I just announced it. You know, we got a song coming with Charlie Boy, yeah. with my female artist as a singer, mm. and it's like a slow jam type song. Yeah, I told my partner, I said, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm not sure Charlie Boy. I've never heard me personally. Yeah, I've never heard Charlie Boy singing with a female like singing, singing like together on a song. Yeah. So trying to make something like that, like something you hear first, like a first of type thing. Yeah. That's to catch an attention in a different way, you know, like creating good music and, and making sure the paperwork's right on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's video quality. That's a music video coming with that, you know, in the future. You know what I'm saying? So that'll be yeah. coming out, you know. Uh, man, I got a... Uh, like I say, Mandy Steve's one of the artists I'm promoting. I got two Nigerian producers that's on the label. They actually live in Nigeria. So, oh. you know, like, yeah, and it, they're, by what I know, I believe there's a civil war going on over there, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and all the xenophobia over there, it's like, I, I'm into, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a lot of stuff going on that we think is bad here right now. Yeah, and other places is just work. Bro, it's, this, this and they, still, and they still manage to fucking, you know, make it work, man. So it's what you're saying, you know, like we think we have it fucking fucked up, you know, and, and, and in other places yeah. it's even worse. But, you know, these people are still out there, you know, grinding, fucking trying to make a life. Right, right. And so, I mean, it's it's like, man, I still ain't get my first stimulus check. I don't know what happened. 
Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I'm not getting a second one. If there's a third one that they're talking about a 2000, I'm not getting that one. I don't know. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So, I mean, and it's, it's, it's like, in all these other countries, you know, they're they're giving us what okay, twelve hundred, just for like just one person, right? Twelve hundred, six hundred, eighteen hundred, two thousand. That's thirty six, what thirty thirty eight hundred dollars, almost four thousand dollars, right? Yeah. For, for two years. Do you understand? Like in some places, like in Australia, they're getting two thousand dollars a person a month. That's crazy, man. Do you understand? There's people talking about I've saved over $57,000 in the middle of COVID. I bought a car. I bought a house and I have over $100,000 in the bank because I have family and I got three kids. Yeah. And yeah. the government and they're just putting that money in the bank. And I yeah. think you, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like. I really don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no telling. Like, I've never heard of a viral virus. Mm. Like this is the first virus to medially go viral. Yeah, that that there throws a couple flags up. Like, how is that? You you see what I'm saying? Because you that's it's never heard of. Like you've heard of all this other stuff, but like it's it's just fucking. You know, like I don't know, man. It is. But a viral video, it dies off. Yeah. But the way it hit the media, it's like it's forced. Yeah. Like it's not. But then some, I've heard some statements about it could end within a few hundred days. Mm. Yeah. This year, the first few hundred days. So, I mean, how, how, how is that possible? Is that just saying y'all can't speak on COVID no more? Yeah. Shut it down. It's like one one fucking day where you know we're all normal and then the next day like the whole world is you know it's just I mean honestly man there's there's far left and there's far right bro and I'm far dead ass you, know? <laughs> you see what I'm yeah. saying it's like because we we all agree on the basics of life bro. Yeah. If you see what I'm saying, the basics of life of to for survival, bro, and we all depend on that same thing: food, water, here, money. You gotta have money, you know, a job. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta have some type of way to survive here. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 just fucking. I'm, it's just so weird, man. Like you you, you would think like. Everything here is number one. Mm. You know, that's that's how we look at everything. If if you're in an argument with anybody, I don't care where you're from. If you're from if you're from Texas and you're into an argument with anybody from any other state, I don't care who you are, Texas is number one. Yeah. And they're the same way about their state. Yeah, like it's like it, it's not it, that's how it is. You see what I'm saying? And so I mean it's like that's just like with religions. If you're a Catholic, well, don't say nothing about no Catholic. No. Because they go, they're gonna give you the business. Yeah, they're gonna fuck Baptist, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? However it is, bro. And that's it's it's about the information. It all yeah. comes back to information, and it don't start from us, it don't start from now. 
it starts, I would say, let me see, if you want me to put a close estimation number on it, it was around 321 AD is whenever this started. Mm. Mm, check out the Council of Nassau. That's, That's whenever uh, Constantine the Great brought, um, I believe, the 12 tribes together and they wrote the Bible. Yeah. That, that's like I say, it starts from there because that's 300 years after the death of the man that they're talking about. Yeah. So with me, that was all stories passed down. Yeah. Just uh, people just fucking passing down the, the fucking, yeah, the, the, the history, like, or. Yeah. And it's like, like everybody agrees on the great flood, every religion. Like I mentioned this in another podcast, everybody agrees on the great flood and every religion. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? But from there, it might, you know, it might be even some further back, you know what I'm saying, that I'm not sure, but I know, like, I've done some research, and it's like, everybody has a great flood story. I mean, this is from the Aztecs, Mayans, Egyptians, I mean, every, you know, all from, all and it, over. And it, and it really never, like, you never get the real fucking story, like, what the, what really was, because if a, if I tell this person, and then this person's gonna tell exactly the other person. Exactly what I'm saying. You know, so it's, you gotta it's, think. It's keep how long has that been going on? Yeah. It you just, know. So by the end, by at, at the end of the at the end of the the day, when when you get the story, it's like you get some of it, but you don't get the hundred percent. You know that. I, I mean, how much is it really? I mean, how, how much of a hundred percent is remembered? Twenty five percent, thirteen percent, thirty percent, forty percent of it is actual. Like, no, he said this for sure, but. I think he might have said this. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's like, and that's just like, you know, even like if somebody was watching this, and be like, oh man, they was talking about the damn, they was talking about a flood and religion. And you know what I'm saying? I said, no, that's not, we talking about how you get your information because different cultures live and teach from religious based information. You see what I'm saying? How you live your life according to good and evil in every religion. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's where the basic knowledge of information comes in. And then that's at home. But when it comes to schooling, mm. you see what I'm saying? You're limited on what you're taught. You're taught to be an employee. You're taught to go get a job, go have, go get married, go work for somebody else. Go become an employee and do that till you die. And then leave that to your kids, even your debt, if you owe money. Yeah. That's what we're taught. And that's just the fucking, the, the, what's, what's it called? If you could say the, the circle of life, you know, that where you. Well, that's, that's what the, the circle that everyone's stuck in. Mm, yeah. I would say, you see what I'm saying? Because it's, it's. It's like, man, I've, I mean, I've seen, I've witnessed, you know what I'm saying? I'm old enough. I've witnessed like every, you know what I'm saying? Over every few years, you know what I'm saying? I'll start to see like, I got to go on a vacation. I cannot stay living in the same place. I got to go out and be like, go stand on, go to Colorado and stand on the mountain where nobody's around and smoke me a blunt to the head or five or 10 for an hour and sit and look over the city of Denver, Colorado with everybody down there. And I'm the only one on the mountain and think about life. And really, there's no one around me. I'm above everybody, in mm. a way. But what? And I'm by myself. What? What really matters? 
Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Get away from everything that you would think in life, from vehicles, technology, nothing. There's no signal at the top of it. You're not doing nothing but recording a video. If your battery don't instantly die because of the lithium in the coal. Mm. You see what I'm saying? But that's that's some other shit. But anyway, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's certain things, you know, to expand your mind, man. And, and like I say, even some people get stuck in the city, you know, just one city. It's like I, I even tell some of my friends, you know, I say it's a difference in country love and city love. Yeah. I say you and you like I'm from the country out here. You go get with a girl. You get her pregnant. You expected to go get married, go get a house, go get a job, take care of your kid and work. And y'all going to be married forever. And if something happens, uh, uh, you, her daddy probably told you he going to kill you. You see what I'm saying? And, and and that's that's like how it is for, I would say, 60 plus percent of even kids nowadays. You see what I'm saying? In the country, probably. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to the city, man, you know how it is. You know, it's, it can be complete opposite. You, you might go have sex with a female one time mm. and never see her again. Yeah. And you don't even know you got a kid. And all, all of a sudden, that child support just hits you from out of nowhere. No, like never. <laughs> like you'll never know. Like yeah. never. Because that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? You can be from the north side, be on, have a girl on the south side, get her pregnant, and never see her. Yeah. In a, in a big city. You see what I'm saying? Or east side to the west side or wherever. You know what I'm saying? If you got somebody on the complete other side of town and you had a kid with them. And it was like a one night stand, better at the club. It could be a little, some little late night hike, whatever it was, a friend of a friend. Yeah. Change your phone number, it's done. And and like yeah. I said, man, you you like like I said, right now you just fucking like giving game to everybody, even me, man. You know, I'm just fucking here listening to you. You know what I mean? And and and, and that's a good thing, man. And uh, I wanted to ask you kind of changing the subject a little bit but uh yeah like when you first did the, the like because i know you work with with flip you know with kiki you know and, and and these legends man like like when you when you when you made that work you know you were like you know what like you were like i'm i'm, I'm doing something you know like i i, I you know like I, i'm what was your mind your mindset at that time like you know what like like everything you've well, been usually through, I, I, usually it's it's the song, you know what I mean? Like if, if the way I do it with, you know, the artists, you know, like I might have one artist come in the studio and lay some hooks down or lay a hook in a verse, you know, and it's just in the studio and then have another artist come in and play the song, you know, and oh, what song you like? Oh, I kill that one. Okay, man, you jump on there. It's got, it's just eight bar verses or a 12 bar verse, you know what I'm saying? Or something, you're going to jump on it. will be four people on it. Um, more with these, uh, more of the more, you know, I would call them legendary artists, you know what I'm saying? You know, more popular you know, artists, especially in Texas, you know. Uh, it's, it's, I'm looking to create a hit song, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking to create a hit song, you know, so if I feel that it's, it's like my homeboy for the little flip song, 10th floor, my homeboy, J.D. Arthur, like, that was actually his song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
like I asked him, I, you know, I, I, I liked the song. I felt the song, you know what I mean? And I was like, man, you know, I, I think I think that's a that's, that's a hit to me. You know, according to my ear, that's a hit. I said, so I asked him, I said, man, if you could get anybody on that song, who would you put on that song? Mm. He said, Flip. Yeah. We got Flip on the song. I believed in the song. Yeah, I know Flip was gonna eat. We was in the studio with Flip in Tyler, Texas. You know what I'm saying? At my studio that does all my production or engineering. So he you was actually he was at because right now uh, that's another thing I wanted to say that he pulled, up, he pulled up and did three verses. Yeah, right there that day in the Rolls Royce. Yep, at my partner and then in the duplexes in 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 the hood. Yes, in the Rolls Royce. Because right up. right now. <laughs> Right, and that's dope, man. Because right now, uh, we're we're doing this because I, I do it a lot as well. And uh, it, it's like, uh, send me the song, I'll fucking email it to you, and you know, you you'll get it in a, in a couple of days. Well, I mean, it was a certain other situations that you know, what I'm saying, I spoke to him like a week or so before about setting up some. You know, he was in motion coming to a show on. Uh, I think he, I think that day, I think he was headed to a show in Arkansas. You know, what I'm saying, so he was like coming through you know what i'm saying and he was there for like i think he might have been there for like two hours and you know what i'm saying chilled you know what i'm saying and kicked it and yeah did the uh, he did three three verses you know uh one for one of uh of the homies and um another one for another dude that i didn't know but you know it was it was the engineer, I asked the engineer that my engineer, I said, if you know anybody else that might want, you know what I'm saying, a feature and you know, have them come down, you know, like, you know, see if they want to set that up. And they ended up doing it. So it got taken care of, man. He came through and he fucked with us, you know, he pulled up on us. You know, that, it flipped that, that's pretty dope, man. Uh, when you have, like I said, I mean, because Lil Flip, like here in Texas, man, he's fucking, you know, he he's he's on that legend status, man. And and and, and to have somebody like him, it's 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 fucking dope, man. Especially, you know, like to have him in your studio and stuff like that. Like that's fucking dope, man. And uh because yeah, like he's, I said, he's really one, he was really one of the first artists I was in the studio with, you know what I'm saying? Because like at first, you know what I'm saying, I was on the road working a lot, you know what I'm saying, when I was first really putting a bunch of stuff together, so it was a bunch of sent back and forth stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like Kiki, yeah, that was sent back and forth, you know what I'm saying? That was uh like um the ESG and D Gotti song, that was really um uh, it had a beat to it beforehand. We couldn't get the sample cleared, so I, I had to get the beat remade, ended up um sampling ESG on the hook. Mm. Uh it's called Spaceship, and then um uh, I can't remember if I had my verse done. I think we might have all had it in the mix. So I can't remember. It's been a while yeah. for that song. But like I say, he did like we sampled E on the hook. And then yeah. uh, but it was for the work that I had done for him. Like we worked out, you know what I'm saying, a process for how we could get that taken care of, you know what I mean? So yeah. Like I went and actually sat down with E and we did some stuff for um Southside Still Holding. Yeah. The single. You know what I'm saying? That he did uh not the remix with like Bun and Slim, I think, and everybody else on it, but like the original version that was outside the school shop. Like uh 
I did the artwork for the single for that sounds so I still hold it in the slowed and chopped version uh, with DJ Red on that. So when they did the video, I went down there for the video, and yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying I uh, he introduced me to Harvey Love from Walsh's. Yeah. So, you know, he got the studio there. So that's how, where that song was put together. And then, like I say, it was Gotti, me and Gotti, you know, me and Gotti been working for a while. I think, uh, I think I sent, I think it was, I had mine and ESG verse done mm. and I sent it to Gotti because I was like, okay, I'm going to push this like a full, full single. You know what I mean? But I'm not sure. I, I'm not really sure on it. It's been a while, like I say. But you know what I'm saying? That was like some, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, it's a personal relationship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we do work, you know what I mean? And stuff like that with each other is periodically. Um, like I say, uh, I think even ESG won um, Song of the Year for that Southside Still Holding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that, that's dope because. Uh, uh... I, I recorded in uh, Harley Love's uh, studio with, uh, I don't know if you know him, Solo, man. He 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 does beats, the Solo. Yeah, I, I got a beat from Solo, yeah. Oh, you do? Man. Yeah, I got a little, I got a little beat that I'm working on called, uh, it's a single, you know what I'm saying? I can't really speak on it. I got some called, uh, coming with on the Solo beat. And that's like with Solo, like a lot of people would know, um, Back whenever all the promotion was going for the Astro World project, you remember that project? Yeah, I do. Like, you remember the commercial? Like, they had like all the artists and the name flashing and stuff and, yeah. like, and stuff like that. And, were uh, you were you on that on that tape? I was on the I was on the bonus disc. On the bonus. Uh, yeah, I wasn't on this one. I was on the bonus disc. I think it's three of it, I believe, or. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because I remember uh, when he was, he was promoting the Astro World, and he he and then he dropped Astro World too, no? And uh, yeah, yeah, I think they did. Ast- yeah, they did Astro World too. I, no, it's Water World. Water World. Water World. Yeah. Yeah, and it, but uh, no, I was on Astro World. I believe I was on the bonus disc on there, but uh, I was in the promo video that I did for him. But there was another cover that I did. Before they used the gold one with the star, you know what I'm saying? The Astro star, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of the city. Well, there was another one that was like actually had the roller coasters and the map of Astro World. And, yeah. and like, like, see, so I mean, we was working on stuff like that. And you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, like I say, we was working on that. And he shot me a beat, you know, for helping him out, getting that. And then. You know, it's like I say, it's been a while since I actually talked to Solo. I need to hit him up. You know what I'm saying? See yeah, man. Up. Shout out to Solo, man. I, uh, like I said, I I went out there to Houston, man, and and I recorded with uh, in the studio of Harley Love, and 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 yeah. actually Solo's on the beat. And uh, when I fucking went in there, I I dropped it, man, and and like it was just a like a I had the first verse, and then I I, I wrote the other half, and then the the second verse, it was a two. Uh, a two verse song and and the the second verse i just wrote it like that and uh i was like man it's gonna come out fucking you know whack man because i mean uh i'm doing this like right there and then yeah and they were rocking with it man they were like fuck man he's like you you you," because i I rap in spanish and they're like we don't know what the fuck you're saying he's like but we know this is hot man yeah 
Yeah, and uh, and 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 sure enough, man. Like I did a video to it. I'll send you the link later on, and uh, it, it it's pretty dope, man. Fucking Solo goes off on those beats, man. Shout out to Solo. Yeah, Solo, man. He a legend out there too, man. Yeah, he's he's done a lot of fucking, you know, like classics, man, and that people don't even know. Sometimes it gets me mad, man, because uh, all these, like I said, all some of these oh, new artists, man, man they, they, they just the most sampled. I would say Solo, Harvey Love, and. Damn, I want to say there's two other dudes. I, I forget their name. Uh, I want to say Jaime mm. and uh, there, there, there's a few men, like I say, uh, Corey Moe, probably. You know what I'm saying? There, yeah. There's a lot of people probably had these samples, like, especially like I know Solo and them and ESG, like, yeah. You know, a lot of that was Drake sampling them boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that, uh, Drake and Wayne, the hell yeah, fucking right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like ESG, and I think some sample on there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because yeah, actually, I think Solo, he, he he had a picture with Drake. No, I don't know. I he, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know Solo, like, actually is working with OVO like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like I said, he these guys. I mean, they're fucking legends, man. And and you know, like I said, a lot of people don't know this. You know what I mean? They don't know it. And well, they were behind the scenes typecast, like us. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, like I said, I wouldn't force. Like you asked me a second, I didn't really. I was like, you asked why did I did I want to like jump out and be the face of the company? No, it wasn't that. It was like I was kind of put in that position because of the, all the opportunities that were coming. Yeah. And I was really by myself. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have any artists I was really working with. I didn't really like have anybody that had their paperwork to put on a feature. You see what I'm saying? So I had to do it myself. And then that from there is whenever I had to really make sure that my bars was up to par. Because yeah. being on songs with these guys, and mm. then I'm being a white guy. I'm I'm instantly compared to Paul Wall. Yeah, I mean that's without saying. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I've never met Paul. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got nothing against him. No bad blood, nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I'm always compared to him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I, I I'm trying to. Just be my own, you know what I'm saying? Be myself, you know what I'm saying? So whenever I'm actually on these songs, I, w- I want to go as hard as I can, you know what I'm saying? Not to show out or anything, but, you know, to... to, to... Yeah, it's it's always, like like I, I tell, uh, I was telling this, this other guys I interviewed, you know, in the past episodes, I tell them that every time you fucking, when I do a song and I know I'm pretty sure you, you do the same thing. You feel the same way is that you do a song and, and you always want to be better than the other rapper, or you want to be better than the other guy in the song, but it's not, not, no, no, it's a competition, but it's nothing personal. It's just, you know, that it's a friendly competition. I understand some song, but like, even with me, I try not to even keep friendly competition. I just want to do, like I do some harmonizations too, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I I can go fast, I can go slow, I can do a little harmonization. So with me, I want to switch it up, but then also I focus on my message too. Like mm-hmm. some songs, I, if they want me on a feature and it's not something I feel like I want to promote as my message, I'll, I'll back away from the song. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it goes to having choices to what you really are doing because, like I say, it's, uh, it's about your messages too, bro. You know what I'm saying? You don't. Yeah, because I, I mean, I the, the, whatever whatever you got going on with your with your with your songs and stuff, you know, and then you you just like fucking do something different, and some of your fans be like, you know, like what the fuck, man, you know, like it's like playing a character. You don't want to yeah. play a character. Yeah, don't play a character. That's that's that's, yeah, that's, that's that's about the worst thing you can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just you you got to be real with yourself first. You got to know who you are. You know what I'm saying? And then know what you stand for. That's just like what's going on in the world today. You got the far left, far right. We all agree on some things, but what do we really stand for? Yeah. Because do you really stand for it? You really ready, ready to die for it, bro. You're going to yeah. die for what you stand for and what you believe. Quit all this other shit playing and thinking it's a game out here and with with protests and shit, bro. These people are not playing when they out and about. Yeah, man. It's not a fucking <laughs> you know joke. What I mean? We out and about like like they not going to shoot us. They will shoot everybody. Yeah, man. It happens to like <laughs> to the best of us, you know, to to the, the people you don't think is going to happen to, you know, shit happens to them. You know what I mean? Exactly, bro. It's, it's just... It's, I think a lot of it is just, I hate to say it, but it's lack of information. It's, mm-hmm. it's people saying just what they feel, their opinion. Yeah. And that riles somebody up. And it, it's yeah, not sometimes the, the opinion, like you said, sometimes the, the opinion that, that they feel that that's their opinion and they say it out loud or they, you know, they people hear it, and sometimes it might it might not be the same opinion from other people, and they take yeah. that shit, you know, different. Yeah, and then and that's, that's how like, fucking shit gets. They think it like on a platform like this, you know what I'm saying? And you're using a platform to discuss stuff, and then yeah. it's reaching multiple people. You know, it's it's like people don't have to agree with me. I understand. I'm I'm not here for people to agree or disagree. I, I want you to learn something from me yeah. that makes you want to go research and actually find out what is really going on. Like, yeah. because they're not telling you everything. Nobody's going to tell you everything, man. And yeah. Nothing that goes on in the world. You will never know 100% of the truth. Yeah, man. I mean, shit. Like it, everything's just fucking. Like they say, it's just sugar coated. You know, like you it's can just, only you can learn you you get you could you get uh know just some of it, but not you know all of it. You know. It's, right. But um, e- even though uh you told us you you're uh you know what I mean you're here from Texas, man. And uh, who was your like? When you first started, like when when you first decided to say, you know what, I want to rap, I want to do this, this is what I want to do. Like, who were you listening to back in the day? Like, who who were your influences? Like, who who did you look up? Oh, you know, because we all have a fucking rapper that we look up to and be like, you know what, I want to do that. Oh, like my number one screw, 
Screw was the one that, like, really, there was the first person that brought everybody to me. Like I say, I can't name a top 10. I told people I can't name top three, top it's, it's Screw and everybody underneath that, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to cause no drama, but Screw the one that brought everybody to my ears. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know Michael Watts, you know, he uh, and DJ Bull. You know, the DJs is really what was, you know what I'm saying, bringing the people in Texas through my area in East Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm from, you know what I'm saying? I was born in Palestine, you know what I'm saying? Family Louisiana, grew in Freeport. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, all coming around, you know, between Texas and Louisiana and the Gulf and coming up through Houston and stuff and the screw tapes and then eventually, like I said, Swish House and then the Freestyle Kings and then Third Degree and the groups and people, you know what I'm saying? From San Antonio, Third Degree, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was listening to a lot of people, man, and, and that's kind of like I say, that's what I've been kind of trying to do with Texas Digital is actually and reach out to some of those people, you know, that I grew up listening to. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's, man, it's it's a harder screw, man. You know what I'm saying? It's the harder screw. You know, I I I feel like because the way I and the reason I say that is, man, is because he wasn't a record label. I mean, he could have been, but Everybody still had their own thing, but they still dealt with school. You see what I'm saying? That's and that's kind of like how I am. Like if I deal with Magno or Flip or Kiki or E or Gotti or Lester Roy or Archie Lee, or you know what I'm saying? They all got their own companies that they do and all their own music they do they sell. So it's not saying like I'm signing them to my label. Yeah. You see what I'm I mean, it's it's like, yeah, we can do this mixtape project, we can do this. We can do this tape together, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's why I say that. Like, it's, it's I think he kind of started like the the compilations. You remember the compilations back in the day when they used to drop like compilations with different artists on it? I mean, I know a lot of DJs that did that, but I mean, it it wasn't like the putting the mainstream like people like I because like I was born in '86, you know what I'm saying? So it it was. When I started listening to it, that was heavy. They was hard in the 96s, you know what I'm saying? 10, mm. 15 years old listening to music. You see what I'm saying? On um, yeah. tapes and, and later on CDs, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was more of a, uh, I guess you would say, it was more of an underground mix, like independent artists and mainstream artists. Mm. And you, you like, and then when it was slowed down, you couldn't tell, like, you might know the beat, but you might not know since it was slowed down who was really on it the way he would do. Yeah. So it just made it more interesting, like, oh man, that's just what? Oh, hold on, who is this? No, oh, that's them. Oh, that's the song, song, but that ain't on the real song. That's a. Yeah, that's like, an instrumental cut into that, and somebody else rapping on that. And oh, that's a whole different track. I thought it was one. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, or or that's a 12 minute song where yeah. they do that. Like, you know, that was first type of stuff. But that's that's turned me into doing stuff like like eight bar cipher projects. You know what I'm saying? And going to put 10, 12 artists dropping eight bars on it, and they go sh- like, I got a song like that coming called No Sleep, mm. and. It's gonna have a music video to it, you know what I'm saying? That's uh got a little beat of grinder from Slow Light and Banging on it. Mm. It's got 
my homeboy Kyrie Gold from Tiffany Digital. Yeah. He's got uh Mr. Kayla Main from Wrecking Yard. Mm. Uh, D Gotti Monroe and uh Todd House from Rick Shop. It's got Lester Roy and Magno from Swish House. Mm. And then it's got me on that boy. Mm. So you up, see what man. I'm saying? So it's like I'm trying to really bring everybody together, bro, and show unity, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's that's what we're supposed to do, man. And and I and I preach it all the time, man, that that you know, uh we, we wanna grow like you know, Houston, you know, everybody's together, everybody's fucking, you know, even though they're they're you know, some of them they, they got signed, like they got they, they're fucking known and everybody still collaborates, man. And 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 when you see like Texas rappers, they say Houston, you know, Paul Wall, Camille in there, you know, Mike Jones, all of these. And we could do the same thing for San Antonio, man, for any city, man, Laredo, fucking Austin. Like if we just fucking collaborated, if we leave the bullshit aside, man, and just fucking, you know, like. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you, it's like a DJ. Yeah. DJ Elite, man. If anybody yeah. want to collaborate, DJ Elite, that man down there, man. That's that's close circuit network. DJ man, he rev loud, be quiet, air freshener. You know what I'm saying? And uh, man, I've done a lot of work with Elite, man. Like if you you go back and you look at a lot of his old graphics from probably about three, four, five years ago, maybe even yeah around that time i, I didn't even know I, you 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 fuck with dj elite man and dj elite like when i, I remember when i did that uh that's like a brother to me i've known him for shit, maybe like seven to ten years maybe yeah yeah bro he, he's always <laughs> fuck with me man like dj elite it, since the first time i met him man he he gave me you know he gave me an opportunity man because I, I perform at this uh was it the fucking uh yeah i know the flyers i'll be seeing you on the mr pockets on the flyers bro yeah ever since he met me man like he he's always like been real with me man he's always fucking giving me my props and he always tells everybody you know what mr pock mr pock mr pock and, he's, the one and that tagged, he's the one that tagged me tagged you in the post when i said about the podcast yes sir that's and and so that's I, why i'm like shit i know that's legit so i got to go ahead and holler at pocket shit yeah man and uh, i got a i got an interview with him we, we got part one but when i first started like my shit was all fucked up man so now and 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 we're gonna do part two man i a dj lady i know you're gonna watch this and and we gotta do part two man and we're gonna talk about joe weed right here man you know probably fucking put you two on here man again like let you come by the podcast again, you DJ Elite and myself, you know, and we'll we'll talk some shit, man. Hey man, we we, we all about it, man. We ain't doing no tripping, brother. We just working, bro. <laughs> we do whatever we need to do, man. It's it's all good, man. In the neighborhood, yeah, yeah. man. Well, Chicago weed. I mean, shit, man. Uh, we're about to wrap this up, man. And 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 I salute you, man. I I I, I appreciate you coming by. And and like I said, you you came here to 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 give give us game. Like I said, I learned a lot of stuff that you just you know we, that we just spoke about. I learned a lot of stuff from you, man. And uh and and that's why I created this platform. You know what I mean? Not only to have a platform to have a podcast, but like I said earlier, to fucking you know give game to these young artists, man, that, that they just fucking go 
blindfolded out there. You know what I mean? And and man, that's that's like I say, man. I just hope to teach some people some things, man. Like I said, they need BMI, HFA, and get you a distributor. Get all your USPCs, ISRCs, your IPI number. Get you a split sheet made and get all that taken together and put it together and go start registering your shit and then start marketing and promoting your music, bro. And that is where you're going to start getting your money to come in, bro. That's the basics of it, bro. Hell yeah, man. Well, once again, Joe Weed, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And uh, like I said, you're welcome, man. Anytime, anytime you're welcome on this podcast, just let me know, man. Man, man, I sure appreciate you, bro. Like I say, it's been 100, man. I appreciate your time, too, bro. Like I say, man, you're now tuned in to the Mr. Pac podcast, live with your weed and Mr. Pac. Hell yeah, man. So appreciate you, like man. Button, hit the bell, man. It's going down. Appreciate it, man. Take care of yourself, man. Yeah. Independent till I die, I won't stop trick, never, always on my grizzly.